It's 6 o'clock. It's Monday. It's time for the Joke Workshop here on MutinyRadio.fm in .sf. I'm your host, Pam Benjamin. We have one, two, three, four, five, six comedians and a tall new guy, I don't know his name, that have all signed up to do uh, jokes for you. Remember, it's the Joke Workshop, so if you're going to give comments, the way we're going to do it today, just for like safety and uh, microphones and stuff, is that if you want to give comments, come in here, and that microphone will be live. Um, so we're going to have a stage microphone. We have that microphone here. There's only 10 chairs in the building because that's the amount of people we're allowed to have inside. So if more people come, we'll have to rotate just for safety. Uh, please keep your masks on when you're in the audience. When you're on stage, you can take it off. There's plastic bags um, to use as mic condoms. And you just slip that over the top. When you're done, take it off, put it to the side. Because um, I'll literally use them later for like cat poop or something uh <laughs> i don't mind i don't mind your covid breath on the outside of a p plastic bag i will reuse them all right um if you're gonna give comments make sure that you make the bread taste good so uh, nice compliments on the top the real shit in the middle and then with a nice crispy bun and maybe you even put some mayonnaise on that sandwich um take notes and stuff and it's you know a safe space everybody be cool don't be a dick. Uh, your first comedian of the night. He runs a great new show on Thursdays at Moscone Ballpark. I was there. Everybody was socially distanced in this big ballpark, and the neighbors can't hear it because of like, the way that the acoustics are. He did a great job picking a park. Put your hands together, everybody, for Pete Palmer. All right. Thank you. Thank you. Uh, real quick, can we talk about how dishwashers can only wash dishes that have already pretty much been washed? Yeah, it's bullshit. Everyone's like aware of this, but nobody talks about it. We all just like accept it. Like you'll like look in the dishwasher and you'll be like, hmm, I can't tell if these are clean or not. And you'll like ask your roommates, like, do one of you guys run this? Like that's how you know it's bad. We gotta get a second opinion on if it did its job or not. It's bullshit. And they're like, they're not even, you know, they're not even like working on it. They're not, they've moved on to so many other stuff. Like they're like, oh, we're doing self-driving cars now. It's like, how about a fucking dishwasher that washes dishes? Is that, like that would not fly if it was a toaster, you know? Like we're just putting hamburger buns over a stove. Like this is okay. Just do it a little bit before you put it in. Nah. All right, sick. Uh, I, um, what was I gonna do for my second joke? Here we go. I got all worked up over the dishwashers. Yeah, here we go. Uh, I'm like, I'm like bad at learning lessons. I feel like, I, I think I've gotten better at learning lessons as I've gotten older, but like I'm 25 and I still burn my mouth on hot food all the time. You know, like I, I, I think I'm, I think I'm all this like mature and, and, and I got evolved, but I'm still just like sipping Progresso straight from the pot. I think that two blows will do it, just like, good to go. Not even close, you know? Two blows doesn't do shit. You ought to be like at least seven blows, and you got to like kind of move the spoon up and down. I've just been in my kitchen a lot, so I've been getting mad about things in my kitchen, so that's what's going on here, if that's what people were wondering. Uh, yeah, shit has been weird recently. Shit has been weird. That's kind of an understatement of what's been going on, but shit has been weird recently. Um, I think, uh, you know, for all that's going on, though, I think that there's been certain sort of good trends in the last four years. Like, I think we're doing a little bit better job, some of us in the country, at, like, listening to what oppressed groups have to say. And, like, that's a good thing, and I'm happy about that. And I feel like most of the people who are kind of opposed to that are, like, white dudes, and uh, that's because we're pretty not oppressed. In fact, the oppression is, like, usually our bad, so 
we feel left out, we feel left behind, and uh, personally, I don't feel left behind, just because uh, all it means for me is that I've been weaning in real hard to the one thing that does make me an oppressed group, is that I am red-green colorblind. Yeah, it's not a, it's not a big, it's not a big deal, really, but, like, I can't have a career in the Air Force, and that could have been a big thing for me, so... You know, now when women are like, hey, we want to control our bodies, I'm like, sometimes I'm slow to react at stoplights. <laughs> Immigrants are like, can you stop deporting all of our families? I'm like, yeah, you know, when I look at a conditionally formatted Excel spreadsheet, I don't know if the numbers are good or bad. <laughs> Black people are like, we want cops to stop killing us. I'm like, when I, I can't even tell whose pieces are who when I play Settlers of Catan. So, you know, I'm just part of the conversation now. No, I'm kidding. Of course, it's not, like, actually uh, a problem. It's just annoying, uh, people, like, asking me about it. And, like, I think, you know, anno being annoyed is my least favorite emotion because that means that nobody did anything wrong, right? Like, if you're angry, somebody was a dick, right? But if you're annoyed, somebody just was doing them and you hated them for it, <laughs> you know? Like, if somebody punched you in the face, you wouldn't be like, oh, that was kind of annoying. Well, my nose is broken. I'm bothered by that. Nah, uh, yeah, eh, I could do the rest of this, but I've already done that part of the joke, so I don't need to do it. Okay, cool. Thanks, guys. Reformer! Hooray! Hooray and then yay! So if you have comments, this is the microphone to do them in. I wrote down a couple things, just because I was like, you have really great joke structure, and there's just, and I can tell that you write really hard, and so there's, I only just saw places that you can write into, because you already have things written out really nicely. The the dishes thing is very funny, and you could probably get some crowd work in there. I mean, I heard a lot of people react to it, so. For sure. Yeah, that thank is you. really positive. Um, bad at learning lessons, I just make that soup science thing your third one, but think of two others before you go into that maybe. Like, yeah. what are the other silly things that you – I have a, I have another part of it. The, the part of that that I usually do is about like drunk texting and mm. like how I still do that, even though I shouldn't, but I just like in the interest of time, I, I cut that, but yeah, sure, I appreciate sure. it. Yeah. Um, well then you already have it. See, you're such a good writer. Um, and then I, I think there's one callback potentially when you start saying with you're colorblind, it's hard to learn lessons when you're colorblind. Ah. Maybe like something about not knowing about a red pen or. There we go. Yeah. I, I like that. Let me think about schooly. that. Uh, Sierra has some things. I had a colorblind note. Like, I thought that you could come out and be like, oh, like, you know, cultural uprising, blah, blah, blah. But, you know, I'm colorblind. And then just look like an asshole for just a minute. Yeah. And then be like, no, I'm actually colorblind. Like, <laughs> I would never <laughs> say oh. something stupid like that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah that's exactly. super funny. Um, my other thing is I thought that the I love the dishwasher thing. Um, and I feel like the slower you go and you just let people absorb the fact that dishwashers yeah. don't work, like that, that's insane. You yeah. know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, just yeah, like yeah. the less you say there, kind of the better it is. Yeah, I, I, I agree with that. Yeah, for sure. Thank you. Uh, a comment from Ian. Uh, I, I, just a small idea. I, I like the, the, all the colorblind stuff. That was really funny. I think mm -hmm. one thing could be like, and to, like to put a cherry on top. No one showed up to my colorblind lives matter rally or something yeah. like that. Just like, just like, just to like round it off a little bit yeah, at the yeah, end. Yeah, yeah, that's funny. Just, just that's funny. Idea, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like I had a rally last month. No one showed up. Yeah. <laughs> Good stuff. Clap your hands together, everybody, Thanks, for everybody. Pete <laughs> And go check out his show, actually, this Thursday, the 22nd, at Moscone Ballpark in the Marina. It's a really cool outdoor area, and he had a really great lineup when I saw it two weeks ago, and I'm sure it's going to be amazing every week. So go check it out, 7.30. Your next comedian, put your hands together for Mike Evans, Jr. <laughs>
Hello. I have not done this for seven months. I'm pretty sure that's the story of, of for the most of the part, for all comedians, right? <sighs> if you want to go maskless, you can use a condom on it. Oh. Okay. So that you put the little plastic baggie. That's how we do it for like safety, and then just stick it over the mic, and we can still hear you. And I haven't started your time or anything yet. And then you can take your mask off, and we can see your pretty face. Yay! Everybody, Mike Evans Jr. Hello again. <laughs> so, uh. I haven't been writing jokes for the last seven months. I think that was the thing that most comedians talk to me about. It's like, do you have any new material? I was like, no. I didn't, I wasn't prepared for the world to be okay, you know? Um, and that really sucked. Like, when um, all this shit started going down, I was freaking out. Um, it's trippy because, like, my girlfriend has anxiety, but I'm me being the one without anxiety, uh, she was, like, fully prepared for this to happen. She was like, she knew how to calm herself down. Me, not at all. Like. When George Floyd got murdered, I started going off on all of like my closest white friends and shit, and like, I, I ended up having to go to therapy. I'm in therapy now, uh, so it, it's 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 been different. It's been very different. Um, I don't know. I mean, I'm scared to be in therapy because I'm afraid that if I figure out all that's wrong with me, I'm not going to be a comedian anymore, right? Yeah. Right? Isn't that? <laughs> like, I feel like George Carlin didn't go to therapy. <laughs> Richard Pryor definitely didn't go to therapy. Like, all your favorites are just, they're just, they're crazy people. Um, of all the things that went bad <laughs> in my life over the last six months, for some reason, I'm still with my girlfriend. And I didn't think, <laughs> I didn't think that was going to happen. Because, like, right before Corona hit, I was like, I'm bored of this pussy. And, like, your head is terrible. And, like, I wasn't saying these things, of course. But, <laughs> but then, you know, when a pandemic happens, you kind of latch on to who's next to you, right? It was either be single and watch the world burn by yourself or just stick it out, you know? And so, so I stuck it out. I stuck it out. Um, yeah, the world's fucking, world's crazy. It's funny because starting off doing comedy here at Mutiny Radio, it's like so many comedians come up here and talk about, like, I wish the world would burn. I can't, you know, suicide joke after suicide joke. <laughs> And now that it's time, everyone's freaked the fuck out. <laughs> everyone's like, oh, no, I was just bullshitting. I, I didn't really want the world to burn. Yeah, it's crazy. Watching the Supreme Court hearings, that shit hurts my soul to watch. Because first off, I've never watched C-SPAN before Trump. No one has, right? We always thought we didn't need to pay attention to that shit. He's like, oh, adults have it. They'll take care of it. And then when you look at it, it's like literally a room full of people who look nothing like us. I mean, skin color wise, a couple of you, but like just old white people deciding on, you know, you go outside to the cash room, you look around, there's no one in there that reminds you of the Supreme Court, you know, and it fucking scares the shit out of me. And I couldn't help but think like, does anybody else have this when you pronounce like Amy uh, Comey Barrett's name? Do you accidentally say Amy Kobe Bryant? <laughs> Does that just roll off the tongue too easily? It's like disrespectful because he totally died. Like it was not, I, I don't know. They're not the same person at all, at all. Yeah, everything's, everything's trippy. I think it's funny that like every company is like, we love black people now, right? Like that's hilarious to me because it's not really what we asked for. We asked for like justice and like cops to go to jail, but like, Ben and Jerry's is like, we fucked a black dude today. And like, <laughs> I get, apparently the voice of Cleveland has been a white guy this whole time. I, didn't, I never gave a fuck. I never cared. Because it's a great voice, right? Me doing Cleveland voice, you would be mad. Like, 
you know, progressively you'd be like, yeah, go Mike, black, you know, black jobs, but people be mad because Cleveland's voice is amazing the way it is, but I don't know. We'll, we'll see what happens. Today is the last day to register to vote in California and in Pennsylvania. The reason I know that is because I watched Lil Dicky's video. Um, it was fucked up, and I was like, I should repost this, and then I, I didn't, but, um, but I don't know. What I think is going to happen next is uh, if Biden wins, I think either way, whoever wins is going to be riots. That's for sure. There's going to be big riots everywhere. Um, I think we'll be okay here. But if you have friends who live in conservative towns, you should definitely check on them, you know, right after Halloween, like all the fun and games, you know. Um, but uh, if Trump wins, there'll be riots. There'll be riots for, honestly, probably for the next, like, few months. If Biden wins, there'll be riots, but there'll be even, there'll be scarier riots, though. It'll be conservative riots, like, shit you don't want to happen. But either way, I think we'll be okay. In a very selfish way, I feel like, not enough of us really want to fight. Like, as much as Trump wants a civil war to happen between people, most of us just, we'd rather disagree in peace and just sit at home and not, you know, and just, you know, I just, I don't believe everybody's all talk, like all walk. You know, there was like a, a group of like Proud Boys that came to San Francisco a couple days ago and they were talking big shit. Like, we're gonna bring guns, there's gonna be a whole lot of us. There was like 10 of them. <laughs> and my friend, I can't say his name, my friend actually punched one in the face and he's actually, he got arrested recently. Yeah, it's, it's in the news right now, but uh, we're not gonna talk about that anymore. Everyone have a good night. Mike Evans Jr., everyone. Bringing you important political things and stuff, <laughs> along with funny things. That therapy stuff was great. You're so personable on stage, and even like you're, you haven't been up there forever, but you're just, just I wanna listen to you all day. Um, watch, listening to, or C-SPAN Drunk is very funny. The Amy Co Kobe Bryant is Amy Kobe hilarious. Bryant. That's <laughs> and your shoes are fucking oh, thank you. crisp. I appreciate it. They are rad. Thanks. So I only have like nice, happy things to say. <laughs> Because uh, you're wonderful. Hunter has some things. Hey, What's up, buddy? Funny. Good to see you, man. Good to see you too, yeah. Hunter. Uh, with your uh, girlfriend stuff, yeah. I would love for you to talk about how you guys are right now, unless you're okay <laughs> with each other, yeah. you know? And then with uh, Amy Kobe Bryant, uh, this is really fucked up, but I think you make it work. Like, uh, Amy, what's her name? She wants, like, abortion to go away. Kobe Bryant got charged for rape. I, so, like, if there's a way to, you know, go in that and make her feel like an idiot. Yeah. You know what I mean? She's just a terrible person. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm so yeah. nervous. She's, terrib actually. She's a terrible yeah. person. Yeah. It's fucked up, but I think you can do it. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, that's it. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> and comments from Pete Ballmer. Yeah, very funny stuff. Uh, two things. Um, one, so you talked about how you were, like, tired of your girlfriend, but then you were like, yeah, we're going to stick it out. I think mm -hmm. it would be funny to hear you talk about, like, what good things, what things you, like, like about your girlfriend now, mm -hmm. but, like, kind of really trite, dumb stuff. <laughs> Like, oh, I guess she has a really good, I don't know, whatever, just like stuff like that. And then mm -hmm. um, for the Ben and Jerry's, you said like, oh, we fucked a black guy. I think it'd be funny if you were like, <laughs> like they came out with like a black Ben and Jerry's flavor. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Like collard greens, like, cream blast. Like I don't know. Chocolate like, matters. Or yeah. Something. Yeah, 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 chocolate. Exactly. That, chocolate lives matter. Yeah, good stuff. What, that something that rhymes with lives, like. But chocolate, chocolate. something, chocolate. something rhymes with lives chives. matter. Chocolate chives matter. Cho chocolate dark matter. <laughs> Taste the matter. injustice. Taste the justice. That's <laughs> funny. Uh, more comments back here. Um, I thought your justice. whole act was great, and you really let the jokes breathe, and you let space between things to to just for us to soak it in. 
But besides you just talking, I loved that you were spatially aware and you were walking from like side to side. And even though that's just something about your movement and how you're moving around the stage, it mm -hmm. kept it entertaining. Thank you. Without even words. Thanks. I appreciate that. And I'm, I'm happy to be back. Everybody, love you all so much. Yeah, <laughs> Yay. Cool. Thank you, Mike Evan Jr. Yay. And you can just, well, I, I'll actually make like a little plastic bag. Um, here, I'll give you a plastic bag. So um, y'all can put your old bags in this bag because I honestly will use those bags for weird things like cat food or treats. I don't know, all kinds of weird stuff. I'll use, I'll pick up poop. I don't know what I'll do with them. Um, cool. Yay. Your next comedian puts your hands together. She's the only lady on the list tonight. It's Sierra Hager. How you living? No, how are you living? What is happening? Oh my God. How many roads must a man walk down before we can call him a man? The immortal words of Bob Dylan. Who gave this high school of freshmen a Nobel Peace Prize? What's that? That's awful. That sounds like something he wrote preparing for his bar mitzvah. How many how many, how, how many roads? I'm not sleeping. Um, I'm not. Uh, it's really bad. I have to wake up at five every morning, every morning. Yeah. Uh, and so there's this, like, I'm not sleeping. Um, I'm, like, uh, it, it's getting to the point where there's, like, a lot of pressure to, like, be getting, right? So, like, I, I go to bed early. I try to, and I, like, melatonin, sleepy time tea, like I'm doing the whole Fernet uh, thing. And then I lay down, and then it's just me and my inner monologue. Um, and my inner monologue is Fran Drescher. Hello, good evening, hello, gorgeous, hello, good evening, hello. We're going to begin this evening by reminding you that it's very important that you get your sleep because you're going to have to wake up very, very early in the morning. Hello. So we're going to begin with some relaxation exercises, a little bit of breathing. We're going to go in. One, two, okay, three, four, five, and Kegel. Ha, ha, ha. Just kidding. And release. Four. Three, two, one. You have failed to fall asleep. You are at the brink of your emotional precipice. Insanity. You're going to die alone. Is that just really dark? Is that not good? <laughs> um, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know why we've decided farmer's markets are nice. But to me, a farmer's market is just buying food under duress. Like, you have to go, and then you see the person who, like, who, like, put all this, like, love and energy in the rain and the seasons and organic, like, you know, did all this stuff into, into making this food, and then you have to, like, buy it while they watch you. And that's a little intense. And they don't have anything normal that I know how to cook. It's, like, it's like, 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 
garlic rapini, like flowering, a, a purple f carrot. No. You know, yeah, I want, I want, this is what I want. I want regular apples. I want regular oranges. I want a regular, when did we decide that, a, that, that the best tomato is one that has like four butt cracks? I want a regular tomato to eat. I, uh, I bought a, a bunch of carrots and it had the like plant part at the top of the carrot, which, and that's cute, right? That's very like farmy and that's really fun. Um, but I went to buy the carrots and the, the girl behind the thing, she was very, very tan and her hair was very, very blonde. And she was like, uh, you want to keep the tops of the carrots, of course. And I was like, uh, no, that's a terrible idea. I would not like the tops of the carrots. And she's like, oh, but they're very good. They're very useful. She looked at me like I had fucked her dog. I was like, no, I don't want those. And she's like, oh, but you know what you can do? You can juice them, okay? You can put them in a salad. I'm like, I'm going to stab you right there. <laughs> like, I'm an adult human who is hungry for food. I'm not juicing. I'm not making it. And then she's like, you know, just, just like saute it with like a little bit of garlic. <laughs> anyway, um, uh, I fucked her dog. Sierra Hager! Yay! That how you live in at the top is fire. Thank you. It's so funny. No, it's just funny because it's just the you change the expression just a little bit and it changes the whole expression, which I enjoyed very much. I think your Fran Drescher voice is great, but I was just waiting for that horrible Fran Drescher squeal. Oh. You know that thing she does? She's like, yeah. I don't know if I gotta find that. And so how to do you it. gotta, like, I, and the thing is that because you kept counting, I was like waiting for it and waiting for it. When I didn't get it, yeah. I was like, come on. Got it. So yeah, you yeah, gotta, yeah, yeah, like, because yeah. it feels like you were almost building up to that. Because you know how she made that terrible sound totally. with her voice. Or no, I was, I was trying to convey uh, the hell inside my head. You know what I mean? Like, it, nothing happened because nothing happens. But it was like, it <laughs> felt bet, like... It'd be great if we could get a... I'll do a squeal. It felt, like, it it felt like Fran Drescher as a yoga instructor. Like, it felt like she was mm. asking you to do hypnosis or something, but her voice is so annoying. And she's like, you're not asleep. And all of that I found very, very funny because I was imagining her, like, like actually being there because the voice is really good, the, the, um, the impression. But all I'd say is just get that get weird the thing she does. The, the moan. And, um, ah. yeah, purple carrots. I don't know what to do with the tops of carrots either. So, yeah, I enjoyed all that Love stuff. Those people. Um, other comments? Anybody want to come in here and give comments? I love, I really enjoyed everything. I thought you're very, very entertaining to watch. Experience. I like, I like the voice. Thank oh. you. They like the voice. They like the, everyone likes impressions. It's true. Uh, all right, clap wildly, everybody. Sierra! <laughs> Sometimes you can just have a good set. Like, you just, just it's like, oh, wait, I wonder, we can... We could suck your dick more, but but we liked oh everything. Uh, all right, your next comedian. He's a young man. He's here to make you laugh. Keep uh, paying attention, giving good notes. It's Ian Langland. Hey. Hold on. So when you um, I put a bag. I taped it up to the wall. Just when you're done, take your plastic bags and stick them over in there. Uh, so I can recycle them. Thanks so much. Everybody, Ian Langlands, yay! It's great, everybody left right when I came up. It's beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> um, 
I just got something quick. So, um, so I was watching TV the other day, as you do, uh, and you know those commercials where it's like, uh, it's like getting you to donate to like poor children in like third world countries. I was watching it, and, and they're, by the way, they're always like 15 minutes long, and they get, say the same thing over and over again. Um, but I just like always think I'm like, like, like the setup for it is like for some of them where you, you like donate and then they like give you like a little plaque and it's like, this is Enrique. He says, thank you for donating. And you kind of like get the kid, like he's kind of your kid. Uh, I was just thinking like, I don't know. I think there should be more of like a screening process for the children. Like, I don't want to be like donating my money to some like asshole. Like, I feel like I want, I want to know the kid. I want to know his morals before I start like giving him money because I feel like I should know something like that. You know, like, uh, is he nice to his mom? That's something that I would like to know. Um, does he share? Does he like pay taxes? All like the basics I really need to know before I start giving this kid my money. Because my biggest fear is that like I'm just gonna like donate to this kid and then 20 years later I'll get like a blood-soaked envelope with a letter and it says like, hello Ian, thank you for your uh, kind donations when I was six. That single-handedly paid for the purging of my evil village. The next thing I know like I'm taking responsibility for like a warlord taking over God knows what over there. Um, yeah, that was the joke. <laughs> oh, another thing I have, uh, this is completely irrelevant, but I just think it's funny. I like the thought process of like someone choosing to like play the bagpipes. Like when they're a kid, they have all these instruments to choose from and like they're just like, I'm gonna go with like that wind bag. Okay, that's it, that's all I got. Ian <laughs> Langlands, everyone. Into the ring of fire, poor children. I think they call it adopt a child. I think that that's like that adopt a kid or adopt a yeah. child. Okay. And I liked where you were going, but I would I would turn it into maybe some anti-bullying thing even. Like, oh, I'm not okay. going to donate to some bully because that might bring you into the warlord thing. And you can kind of – bullies are something we're allowed to shit on right now because – Yeah. Well, I had that other joke about bullying. I don't know if you yeah. remember. Yeah, and so then, well, then you I can, can tag them all together. Um, I, I mean, okay. it's, it's a hard – it, it's a hard sell because you're a tall white guy and you're like, these fucking poor kids. I think that's why it's I funny. I want them to have good morals. <laughs> it's a hard, no, it is funny because of that, but again, it's just, it's a, it can be a hard sell unless yeah. we obviously know that you're an, an joking. Asshole. Well, or get your, yeah, either you have to sell it one way or the other that you're a huge asshole and okay. that's just the way it is, or we obviously know that you're joking because you're so goofy. Right. Okay, I think I'm gonna go the asshole route, honestly. Yeah, dude, yeah, make choices. Unless they, It'll unless be fun. They don't like yeah, I, I think if you're gonna go the asshole route, you have to go all the way to the asshole route and not to pretend to be concerned about them. Yeah, I was kind of afraid to I, go I, all the you way. Know, I feel like it's gotta be like, if you're gonna do the asshole, it's like you have to commit to it so that it's a joke, you know what I mean? Yeah. And then be like, you're like, like, it's not like I want to. I want them to like tell me more about the kid. Just be like, "Fuck no, I'm not donating to these kids. They're okay. gonna become warlords." You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. like I don't know you, children. Spend 15 minutes on my TV telling me to donate to these kids. This is what's gonna happen. I'm gonna get a blood-soaked thing. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, okay. Like, like don't don't make it so that like don't go halfway. It just really it feels yucky when you're in this like moral territory <laughs> of who deserves money. Like, just get out of there. That's okay. a yucky place. Okay. Just just be an asshole, you okay, know? Because okay, okay. that's that's obviously a joke. Uh, the other thing I wanted to say is just that um, I've seen you a couple times now, and you were really comfortable and in your body tonight, and that looked great. Okay, cool. Thank yeah. you. Yeah, I'm getting there. Yeah. Other comments. Sweet. Yeah, okay. right on. Well, everybody clap wildly for Ian Langland. <laughs> That's how the joke workshop works. Uh, feel free to donate up top too, or we have a we have a uh, mutiny radio 
Venmo. It's just Mutiny Radio, all one word, and that is exciting. Uh, all right. Your next comedian, what a lovely gentleman he is. His, he's been coming into his own body lately, too. Clap your hands together for Hunter Uniac. <laughs> Did you just call me Fat Pam? No, no, I said coming into his own body because oh, it was like okay. you're in. I've just seen you lately, and I've really enjoyed like you're really comfortable and confident. Like, I've that's seen what you, that's like, what quarantine would do for you. Like Pam's known me for four years, and she forgot exactly who I was as a person. Okay, <laughs> jokes. Um, I got my first job when I was in second grade. Worked with my father. Any of you guys work with your father ever? Yeah. 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 I can tell you're not smiling behind that mask. Um, let me tell you. If you've never worked with your father, this is exactly how it's like. Have you ever been grounded? and fired on the same day. It sucks, dude. Like, I, I lost my page, I lost my uh, allowance, but I gained severance. It's really nice. Um, I've had a weird life, dude. Like, uh, uh, my sophomore year, my AP chemistry teacher was a porn star, gay porn star, you know? And uh, he just died recently, and I found out like a week ago that he was a gay porn star. You know how weird it is to be up at 2 a.m. COVID time? which is like 10 p.m. for everybody's else night, and start texting all your old high school friends, hey, do you watch gay porn? Can you help me solve a riddle? <laughs> it's not okay, dude. We, like, COVID in 2020 has been fucking weird. All right, we lost the guy who played Jackie Robinson and a gay porn star. Jackie Robinson also played uh, Black Panther. We lost a lot of dick this year. <laughs> it's fucking crazy, though. It is. It is. That's really all the new shit I had. I really was. I just want to work on that one punchline. Well, actually, I'll do this one. Um, COVID's been weird. Like, I know COVID's serious because I haven't heard anything from Al-Qaeda recently. <laughs> and when a group of people who sold job descriptions to kill themselves are calling in sick for work that day, this shit's real. <laughs> All right, anybody ask me a question. I'll work on riffing. I'm not that intimidating of a person, people. What do I read? This is a fucking fleece, first of all. All right. Is it? I don't know what it is. It's a button-up thingy. Okay. I wear it because it looked good, and I was. I just took a shower and I ran out of here. Why do you wear all blue? Are you sad? Your your mask is matching your fucking. Like, did you do you plan out wearing your entire outfit based off a medical mask? No. Then why are you asking me if I wear a red shirt? This is so mean. I just told you guys I'm not an asshole, and I just went in on this guy who I've never met. And I'd start calling him a cunt. I didn't call you a cunt yet. You're a cunt. There we go. You know what? I think I'm going to end on that. <laughs> Fuck all of you. Yay! Yay! Sorry. No, you're, it was, you're funny. That was great. That's uh, what you were wor working on riffing, and that's great. And, you, and it's a, this is a safe space to rip into people for fun. So yay. The gay porn riddle thing is like a, just a hot punchline. It's just fire. It's Thank just, you. It's just so funny. That COVID, all the all of that, that story, and you were so passionate about it, and it felt real, and it felt confident, and it felt like. Yeah, the last time I did it, I didn't add riddle, and just adding that word made it work a lot better. I, yeah. yeah, it's really funny. So yay, I have a, a exclamation smiley face. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, I, I saw you do this uh, last week, and yeah. totally, you totally, I, I like the direction it's going. Um, I like the um, 
Oh shit, what was I gonna say? Oh yeah, um, maybe a funny part you can add it would be like next thing I know I'm watching my like second grade teacher's gay porn in the middle of the night, emailing all my friends. Like you, you could say that you were watching it. I think that could also be funny, uh, possibly. Um, it wasn't funny watching it, but yeah, I get <laughs> what you mean. But that's that's part no, of the yeah, riddle. I get what you mean. Yeah, yeah. See, that's part of the riddle though, yeah. because he's when by using the word riddle, he's implying that he's watched it. And I do think riddles are just connotationally gay, anyways. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, you could, you could just say it was for research purposes. So, you know, you got to let me do my thing. Uh, yeah, that, that's all I have. But good job, though. I liked it. Thank you. You should probably write down the thing about riddles being connotationally gay. Yeah. yeah. That's that's very funny. Uh, also, I love the Al-Qaeda joke. That oh, yeah. fucking yeah. killed me. Thank you. Uh, I would love to hear also about, like, other blowhards who aren't showing up. I think I think, I think that... What do you mean? What do you mean by blowhards? Like I'm, I'm sorry, I'm lost right there. Oh, like Al Qaeda and you know Hamas and like you know Vladimir oh, okay, Putin's okay, okay, been okay. real, real yeah. quiet recent. Whatever, just you yeah. know what I mean. Like, like other assholes who are taking vacation. I love that. I think okay. you should make that like a long format joke. It's killer. Yeah. Are are they considered? Uh, what's the uh, phrase? Um, no, no, no. <laughs> no. Um, uh, the blowhards. Yes. No workers. Like a something workers. Oh, like yeah, yeah. essential. Yeah. Yeah, 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 yeah. There you go. Yeah, they're essential workers or Fox News or something. Yeah. There's so much there. That's mm-hmm. such yeah. a good joke. The, uh, the Al Qaeda one, I was on board with too. Cool. You know, you could also do like you could do two evil ones. You could do like Hamas and Al Qaeda, and then you could do like another thing that isn't showing up, but like just like something inane, like like fucking influencers or whatever. You know what I mean? So, someone who everyone hates. Some religious, like you know, Catholic organization is giving food away to the kids or something. Not where I was going at all. No, so okay. someone everyone <laughs> hates, you know? Like oh, okay, okay, okay. I hate them. No. Sure. Yeah, like the door-to-door Mormons. <laughs> well, they've really, they, I mean, COVID's really been rough for the people proselytizing. Yeah, I, I'd assume they'd be people. there more because they know people are home, you know? <laughs> but no one's going to open the door to a stranger and be like, yeah, spit in my mouth, stranger who just walked up to my door. What do you do with yourself, Mormons? Pam. What do you do with Mormons, Pam? Shit. <laughs> <laughs> no. I'm good stuff. All right. Everybody clap your hands together Thanks for our reunion. Oh, you're an ex comedian. Put your hands together, everybody, for Brady Pearson. Oh, my God. These condoms just keep getting bigger and bigger, don't they? Oh God, that sound! Ooh, Dolly Parton used to do that in the thing. But hi, everybody. My name is Brady Pearson. So glad to be here tonight. Um, yeah, I mean, all this talk about like tops and bottoms and t- tomatoes of this really got me turned on. I've been so thirsty during COVID. Like I get, ho- I I could fuck the hole in a donut, right? I mean, it's just amazing. I mean, we just feel so lonely, don't we? To have like we have like we have nothing in common. Like, like what do we do? How do we hang out? And, you know, what do we do? Do we, I mean, Zoom masturbation isn't helpful. <laughs> you know, what do you do with that? You're like, oh, my God, you're so, okay. Oh, and, and, you know, that's happening a lot lately. I mean, Jeff Tubin just uh, got caught in a Zoom call. Did you hear about that? Famous journalist, he was on a Zoom call and got his, uh, well, his cock out, rocked out with his cock out. That's what, yeah, that's what COVID has done to us, ladies and gentlemen. We've exposed uh, a lot of people unintentionally, and maybe they like it, but. It's a, it's a definitely it's a hands-off situation, but uh, maybe a little bit too hands-on for him. I'm not sure. But um, yeah, COVID's making us all act so weird, you know. Like, 
no more drop-off men in the middle of the night. That really sucks. I mean, you know, Uber, Uber Eats used to be like that, but now I can't even get that to drop me off. I used to be able to count on that trade, but that trade is not, not there anymore, you know, I don't. And so I'm very challenged, you know, like, what, what's it like to be a gay man in, in, you know, in COVID? I mean, I haven't sucked a dick so long, I don't even know if I remember how. I mean, am I still gay? I mean, what does gayness mean if you can't do anything about it, right? It's like, it's like oh, do I just keep watching YouTube videos about it? Is that what I have to do, you know? <laughs> you know? Oh, that's right, those are not YouTube videos, right? I mean, what does a gay man do? I mean, I'm just so used to, um, to uh, oh, yeah, re uh, yeah, I'm just so used to getting it, and right now I'm just, I'm, I'm a little sad, ladies and gentlemen. And um, I'm also very glad, though, that like, we get to share uh, this, this new thing, because, you know, I did survive the AIDS pandemic so far, right, and COVID, and I'm so glad we have all these lessons to share, you know, like safer sex now, like this plastic bag on a microphone. And, um, What's also really exciting is that uh, the New York City uh, Health Department has given us some guidelines to follow. So if y'all like to know how we can get it on in a post-Zoom world. One thing is like, it's very, it's very exciting. It's like, be, be kinky, be kinky. <laughs> With the creative use of barriers and walls. Like, what the, f what? I mean, I'm, I'm so excited you guys get to have glory holes now. That's so exciting, you know, like, um, and also, in the other about uh, you know, oh right, and the other thing is like is uh, we can all uh, yeah oh sorry, I'm sorry my brain is just racing I'm just so horny I can't stop thinking about it I mean you know when when you said carrot top that had me really going that's it then all good yay Brady Pearson that carrot head at the end carrot top that was. That was fire. Um, so um, Zoom masturbate, how did they find out? Was, is there Zoom police that saw him with his um, dick no, out? He was, no, he was in a business meeting. Oh. Yeah, no, he was in a full-on New York Times, New Yorker business meeting. And he was masturbating. Yes. Wow. Yes, wow. he showed his dick to the camera. He's like, I thought the video was off. Oh, wow. Can you zoom in on Zoom? I don't think you can zoom in on Zoom. A zoom, a zoom, a zoom, a zoom, right? I, I well, I'm there. I just wondering if the Zoom police are there. How did they know? Oh. No, no, it was, it was his coworkers. Just, oh, his coworkers. His like, coworkers. You have your yeah, dick he, out. He, wow. he took his dick out in a business meeting. Be that careful of your Zoom, ladies and gentlemen. Make sure. Oh, this is now a PSA. Yeah. Make sure you stop your video if you're going to masturbate on Zoom. Yeah. You know. I mean, during a business meeting, that's yeah. weird. <laughs> um, I would like to know some of the YouTube videos' names that you were watching, okay. like that, so they could be like sort of double entendre esque, like. You know, two lumberjacks, one saw, or like you know, mm -hmm. semen uh, with like navy hats or something yes. like. There's, but you could. I would just my brain isn't. But think of some funny yes. gay things, but that can go both ways because you'll get a couple laughs in there. Um, yeah. Other comments. Totally. Yeah. Uh, I thought that it would be fun to be like, "Am I still even gay?" And then name a couple of like sex gay things, and then name a couple of like non-sex gay things okay you know what i mean yep just be like like whatever little dogs cute glasses like you, you know what gay stuff is oh yeah uh, see the problem is i don't really anymore i mean i haven't got my nails done my hair cut or anything okay so that those those are the non-sex things you know what i mean mm -hmm. uh the other thing i want to say is i fucking love your energy tonight you're i love you i love you uh 
like sultry and weird and dark super funny the only thing i'll say is just like if you're going to be speaking that low you have to really go slowly to make sure everyone can hear your punchlines land okay but you're but like the tension in the room like as you like you just i, I feel like when you um when you do give punchlines it's so rewarding when the, when you keep the energy that like tense and low it's great okay. i love it i love it good well, job cool. thanks and I'm, also I'm it's awesome to see you writing more it's killer Thank you. I'm, yeah. I'm working on it. Thanks so yeah, much, guys. Yeah, yeah. Appreciate it. Yay, Brady! Yay! Woo! That's how the joke workshop works. Uh, we have this one last guy. He's the tall new guy. Hey, everybody, put it together for the tall new guy. Don't forget to donate to me. That would be helpful. Hi guys, I'm Anoa. So, I'm sure we all love dating sometimes, but like there's also times when we hate it, you know? So today I went on a date and uh, I met this girl. She was all right. I looked at her, she was all right. So we had coffee together and um, just chatting with her. The first thing, that we started talking about was posture, because I think posture is a really important thing in life, just standing straight, being attentive of how your body is. So I just thought I'd talk about that with her. And I said, projectingly, I'm focusing my posture right now, you know? And I noticed that her posture was like this. So projectingly, I said, you know, posture, hint, hint. And she's like, oh, are you saying that my posture is bad? I'm like, no, but I'm just saying you could focus on your posture. And she's like, okay. Well, she didn't. So we finished coffee and I said, yo, you wanna go to the park? So we walked to the park. And there she told me that she was into philosophy. I'm like, interesting, this girl's in, into philosophy, that's super cool. So we started talking about wisdom and happiness and not being attached to material possessions. And then we got to the point where I said, you know, I've heard the saying, don't give people advice unless they ask for it. I thought back, huh, I kind of gave, I was kind of giving you advice back there, I said to her. And she's like, oh yeah, don't worry about it. No, no, I feel bad. I, I, was, tell I was pretty much telling you to sit up straight and you don't have to do anything. And I was just giving you advice and you didn't even ask for it, so I feel kind of hypocritical. And she said, well, no, 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 the reason why I didn't sit up straight was because I have scoliosis. So at that point, I just felt like an asshole. And uh, I learned a life lesson there, which is definitely have people ask you for advice rather than giving it out, because you never know how screwed up that advice could be to someone, even if it's from good intentions. And um, yeah, the punchline should not be funny. <laughs> Thank you. Noah! Was that your first time ever? What? Doing comedy. 
Oh, he was here last week. I'm sorry. Yeah, I don't uh, remember uh, things very much because life week. is going, life is going so fast and slow at the same time. It's uh, it's insane. Um, so I would get into your get into it faster. Like, um, okay. I hate dating. Anyone else? Like, I was on this date and blah blah blah. Like, there was um, just cut cut the chaff. Maybe like write everything down that you think you're gonna say and then go through it and cut out all the other stuff and then focus on what's still there and then the punchline will become evident because there is something there like like obviously it affected you that mm. she had school you were there's something about it being scoliosis that's where the punchline is that yeah. you're uh so th i mean you can go one of two ways you can go like a jerk and be like so i found out she had scoliosis so pff, i'm into posture man that's <laughs> never gonna work or so you either like turn it and make yourself kind of a jerk, an asshole. Yeah. yeah, an asshole, or because you went the other way, like, oh, geez, I'm a real jerk. I feel real bad. Yeah. And then so then there's got to there's something there too. Uh, there's just there's some more writing. I think I think it's easier to play yourself off as the jerk face since you already set up about bad posture and that you were thinking about it and talking about it and that it's important to you. So clearly, there's never going to be a connection with this woman. Mm. Like, you know, it'd be worse if she was, you know, Jewish or something. Uh, joke. <laughs> I, mean, no, I was just thinking of anything. Like, not, yeah. what are the, who do the Buddhists hate? The Tibetans? No, the Tibetans are the Buddhists that the other people hate. I don't know. Uh, Sierra. Yeah. I, another way that you could go with this is like, we all feel your pain of having like stepped in it so hard. Mm. And one thing that you, you could do is just be like, oh, I suck. Like, fuck, what did I, bah! and just like, just like lay your body down on the floor with the mic above you and just let us watch you writhe in agony over how uncomfortable that was. And just, just commit to it. Just commit to it. And like, mm. don't be like, don't be like, so you should never give advice. So do, do, do. That's not <laughs> funny, but you could be like, oh my God, what the fuck is wrong with me? You know what I mean? That's right. funny. Got it. Yeah, yeah. Uh, agreed. Agreed. Uh, and, uh, I think a funny way you can end it also is be like, is be like, she was like, yeah, I have scoliosis. And if, if you do the way where it's like you, you only date girls with good posture, you could be like, okay, call a, you, you can like suggest her a chiropractor and be like, okay, if you ever see him, call me back. I think that could also be funny. Like if you have like a weird, like if you're into women with good posture, does that make any sense? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Just an idea. <laughs> but yeah. So now you can only date yoga instructors. Well, good luck. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> they're nice. Sure, everyone. I mean, yeah, yoga pants are fucking sweet. <laughs> I mean, dang, I I love seeing everybody's booties. All right, hey everybody, clap wildly for Noah. Well, that's the joke workshop. Thank you guys all for being here. Is anyone going to Alameda? Brady, are you driving driving to Alameda? Oh, you don't have a car. Gotcha. Uh, cool. All right. Well, everybody, have a good night and um. I'll be, be, be back here on Friday for stuff, and uh, okay, bye. I like to look at all those broken stereos. Now we're excavating from busted car windows. It's a home for the orphan. Are a podcast? Are you on a raft without a pattern? Well, gather around me, sea dogs, and get aboard me pirate ship as we set sail for the seas of mutiny radio.fm. From there, you can captain your own pirate ship 
as you sail through over 44 different shows for all of your listening pleasures. They've got live comedy to small business advice, LGBTQ friendly to sports, vinyl to gutter punk. Mutiny Radio.fm has the best programming the Internet Ocean has to offer you. I bet my peg leg on it, or I ain't scurvy shitface McRat. <laughs> As the world gets wackier and less predictable in every way, it is more important than ever for us to all remember our roots. We wouldn't be here today if our ancestors hadn't had the capacity and the skills to take care of themselves and their communities using the resources in the natural world around them and their own two hands. My name is Wonia Thibault of Buckskin Revolution and Alone Season 6, and I started Buckskin Revolution not just to empower people with a wider range of skills to meet their basic needs, but also to inspire them with a sense of fulfillment and connection that comes with living a little closer to the earth and using our bodies, our minds, and our very DNA for what they evolved to do, to help us thrive without the need for modern technology and industry. If that sounds appealing to you, I hope you'll join me for the Fall 2020 Buckskin Revolution Online Skills Gathering, an eight-week learning experience designed to work within any schedule. It involves pre-recorded classes, live interactive sessions, and online community learning support from both myself and your fellow students. The need for these skills has never been more pressing, and Buckskin Revolution is working hard to bring them to you. I hope you can join us. Get connected with yourself and the world around you at buckskinrevolution.com. Billy Bob, you ever want to be funny? Well, my dogs think I'm funny, Daryl. Well, I mean, you ever want to be, like, in front of an audience, like, other than, like, squirrels, dogs, and dead persons? Oh, shoot. From time to time, I've been giving it a thought of two. You know, if you go to joke workshop, there's more than two peoples paying attention to your jokes, and they ain't even gonna be jerks about it. Daryl, are you serious? I can get people to listen to my jokes? And they'll even say nice things to you before they tell you how to get improvements. No way. What is this dang nabbit thing called? It's Joke Workshop. Joke Workshop? Yep, every Monday, 6 to 8 p.m. on the Mutant Radius. So you're saying I could tell my jokes every Monday from 6 to 8? That's what I'm saying. It's the Joke Workshop Mondays, 6 to 8 p.m. at the Mutant Radius. Yahoo! 499. Are the end times upon us? Not yet, my friends. Please, this is an impassioned plea from Pam Benjamin, the director of Mutiny Radio. Let us live past October. You think it's a joke? COVID is decimating all of us, and especially us here at Mutiny Radio. We have money left until October 1st. Don't let anyone sing, despite of their size. Please. Please go donate to our GoFundMe. Go to mutinyradio.fm and click that GoFundMe button. Or just go to Venmo. Mutiny Radio, all one word. Just 
Mutiny Radio. Give us five bucks. Help us keep free speech and radical self-expression real and alive here in San Francisco and all over the world. Please donate to our Mutiny Radio. Go fund me and keep us alive in 2020 and beyond. Don't let our world end. I am Italian, and we brought you fascistness with Mussolini, and before that, the Romans. So if you think you live in a fascist country, well, you do. Antitrump.com is the antivirus to the Trump virus. It started in 2016 with two sketches and a dream for a better America. No one thought it would be this bad. He was a 70-year-old yammering nimrod. How bad could it possibly be? We are now in a global pandemic without adequate leadership. Individual politics are not important. We need to rally behind curing the Trump virus. Go to antitrump.com. Hey you, poetry reader. This is Bjork's sister, Mjork. It's okay. We also have a soul and a weekly poetry reading on Mutiny Radio's AltaCast. Zoomed every Wednesday at high noon from Glasgow, Scotland. One of our co-hosts from Choose Poetry, Choose Life, Andy Talbot, has a new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, which is available at analogsubmission.com now. Go buy it. And don't let the poets lie to you. Once again, that's Andy Talbot's new poetry chapbook, Old Wounds, New Skin, available at analogsubmission.com. I'm Michael Spiegelman. And I am Carl, not Spiegelman. Join us every Sunday, 2 to 4 p.m. Pacific Standard Time on mutinyradio.fm for... Let's watch a full-length movie on... YouTube. We watch the best movies that... Uh, aren't they good? Well, they're chosen by uh, Here's you. his theme song again. Bye. Okay, bye. Watch a
MutinyRadio.fm. MutinyRadio.fm. Listen to live streaming radio. Or download a podcast and you can listen on the go. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. San Francisco Mutiny Radio. Look, why not go to MutinyRadio.fm? Hit the donate button, stream them live, download a podcast, have some fun! The Ministry of Lava manages our national lava resources to ensure that we will always have a steady supply of lava to operate the nation's active volcanoes, which in turn power our cities and methamphetamine labs. As a matter of national security, we need to reduce our dependence on foreign lava, which means an expansion of domestic lava drilling. As your chancellor, I will build lava wells all over the country as well as secure access to more lava fields by invading Hawaii. Imagine orange gold spurting out from school playgrounds on the Great Plains and illuminating the Nebraska sky like fireworks on the 4th of July. Magma oozing over the rolling hills of Kentucky. Volcanic ash settling gently over homes in New England like fresh gray snow. If you want global lava markets to continue to be dominated by terriblest regimes like Iceland, Chile, and the Philippines, vote for my opponent, who sits in their back pocket as comfortably as Pahoehoe on the slopes of Kilauea. If you want the United States to stay competitive in the era of peak lava and beyond, then take a chance on the Chancellor. Let's watch a full-length movie on YouTube with Mike Spiegelman and who? Who's in this? Who's in the studio with Bonjour. me? Bonjour, Carl. He may sound far away, but he is actually in the studio here in San Francisco with me, Mike Spiegelman. Holy fuck! You're not on the Bonjour. phone, my friend. Bonjour. We're here. This, if you are listening for House of Love, they'll be back next week. We are doing a special House of Pride. Well, House of Love too. If you uh, are a listener of House of Pride, welcome. Thank you so much for letting us take over for this show. We uh, House of Pride will be back next week. However, we are part of the Mutiny Radio Comedy Festival 5, and we are here with two comedy. We're here with Mike and Carl. We're going to watch a full-length movie He's with you. smooth, right? No, so we got Mike, Carl, <laughs> you, and we also have Billy Joe and Colin from the comedy world. Guys. Hello. 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 Billy Joe, what's your last name? Gillespie. Gillespie. So check cool. out Billy Joe Gillespie. I like and you're that name. 
Colin Bruin? Braun. Braun. That Colin Braun. Yeah. Can you hear yourself? I don't have headphones on, so I'm just going to assume mine's on. Uh, Billy, I think there's yours is on. There's a pink, pa purple, pa there's a pair there. Yeah, there's a no. pair there. Uh, go ahead and say hi again. Hi. What? Did you hear me that time? Yeah, it's okay. a little low, but uh, you might have to find a sweet a sweet spot, as we say on live uh, air, uh, just to talk. We are Here's the premise of the show. Carl, what is the premise of the show? Uh, we watch a full-length movie on YouTube. Uh, Mike, when he was younger, like, I don't know, it was – 18 much younger than before yeah much younger than before would read about movies back in our days it was no internet you could mm. you had to go there to the zigfield no theater in new york to right. see an indie movie he read all of these fanzines and uh -huh. journals yes and then he would know about films right. big deal he knows about them but today's world they're on youtube yeah so mike gets to indulge yeah and we want to indulge with you the experience if you're listening to this podcast and you're not have youtube on you're doing it wrong yeah that's half the experience. You have to watch the movie with us. And the movie's on YouTube. Carl, what is the movie this week? We are watching The Rats Are Coming, The Werewolves Are Here. Did I say it backwards? I No, you said it right, but I'm a little nervous now. The Rats Are Coming and Werewolves Are Already Here. are here. Well, I have not seen them yet. So So this is the cult movie I read about from director Andy Milligan. Uh, Carl, who's hosting? Which movie? I don't know. It's Andy Milligan. Andy <laughs> Milligan? <laughs> Andy Milligan. I guess the director is uh, – go to his YouTube channel and search for The Rats Are Coming, The Werewolves Are Here. Hit the link. The full link is The Rats Are Coming, The Werewolves Are Here, 1972 by Andy Milligan Film Movie. And then click the link and hit pause immediately. We – oh, my God. Let me get the, the Paul <laughs> Brumbot up. Listen, in the meanwhile, you are from Boulder, Colorado, are you yes. not? And we were talking earlier about the scene there, like the comedy scene. What Did you listen to Mutiny Radio there and hear about the festival? How did you get lured all the way to San Francisco? Well, actually, I, uh, I met Rachel Pinson while we were both homeless in Boulder, and she reached out to me last December and said, hey, I think you have a shot, you know, apply to this. Okay. That was I was hard to hear. You just say, "Oh yeah, I was homeless." <laughs> so how are you doing today? I've been back indoors for a few days. Wonderful. Hey, thank you for telling me. <laughs> <laughs> Everything's great. That's good. Okay, originally from Massachusetts, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. You told me about. I mean, right now you're coming from Oregon, but you went to San Francisco for school. You were saying. I I went to UC Davis, which is about an hour and a half northeast of here. Uh huh. Uh, which is a lot like San Francisco, just without any of the um, stuff to do um, <laughs> and replace all the expensive housing and um, culture with uh, slightly less expensive housing and uh, agricultural-focused science-based education. Okay. So other than those two things, really, really the exact same place. And you're an engineer here. Yes. I mean, depending on what state I'm in, I'm not legally allowed to call myself an engineer, uh, but I'm not in Oregon, so I can say I am. Um, I, I, I work in civil engineering, which Bridge is... Bridge building, huh? What's that? Bridge building, huh? Bridge building and dredging and yeah. hospital building. And no, I find that's important. I'm in the computer industry, mm. and the engineers argue like sun bitches, you know? It's time we had some civil engineering. Mm -hmm. Civil engineering. Yeah, and we're going to outsource right. courses. By the way, maybe get them to see some we, HR. We design things with our pinkies up. That's the real difference there. Very civil. Yeah. 
Ladies and gentlemen, so uh, normally we have a guy named Paul Brumbaugh who is the— Oh, gee, you're educating them? They don't know who Paul Brumbaugh is? Even oh. our guests know Paul Brumbaugh. Paul Brumbaugh is not here to do the countdown. However, we have built our own Paul Brumbaugh, uh, <laughs> a pre-recorded Paul Brumbaugh. So everyone, let's get ready to Brumbaugh. Okay, right, one last time. Started. You will go to the search engine of YouTube. You'll put in the rats are coming, the werewolves are here. I know you know how to spare, spell werewolves, right? W-E-R-E. -E. I'm not even going to insult. And then you will search for that and find Andy Milligan as our host. All right, sounds good. Andy Milligan, who is also the director of this movie. Milligan! The skipper, too. Okay, so, let's get ready to Brumba. And now, what you've all been waiting for, Master of the Descending Numerals. The Countdown King himself. Would you please welcome, Mr. Paul Brumba? Alright guys, you know the drill. Put that finger right over that triangle and do it in three, two, one, go. Thank you, Paul Brumbot, for that wonderful countdown. Here we are. The rats are coming. The werewolves are here. This, the uh, credits cost $2 million to make. We're a couple seconds ahead of you. Mike, you better print this thing for me or I'm going to kill you. Did, <laughs> all right. Well, why don't you go ahead and start the show and I'll get the printer going. Okay. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the show. It's already been started. I don't know what he's talking about. Okay, we're watching a very bad movie. It was shot in 1968, and uh, you're going to love it. It was uh, trying to soak off of horror films. Any of you horror fans? Not really. The thing that you're going to hate about this movie is there's no horror. Mm. You will see. There's, they're going to talk us to death. Okay. That's the real horror. <laughs> you're right on the money about that. That is right. That's how what the tra trailer should have been. Mm. Are you bored? Well, come to this. <laughs> Thank you for printing, Mike. I love how in the old movies they used the, set, the soundtrack to, to create mm -hmm. the music. Uh, yeah, it's very key for a low budget, right? Anyone can make some music and suspense and really good. Now, I am not a big movie buff. It's only in the service of Mike Spiegelman, right? Mm -hmm. Every week he tells me what's going to be the film. Mm -hmm. So if you had a B-movie, bad movie, what would you choose? Oh. Oh, I don't know. Probably one of the old James Bonds that very few people have seen. You know? Casino Royale, the first one. <laughs> That's a piece of shit movie. If it I really is. I, I didn't make it all the way through. Um, oh, just like never made it all the way through that movie. It's just so bad. No, it took me uh, 25 years. I finally watched it all the way through because I would watch it in bits and pieces. So, yeah, right, seeing sorry. a guy get beat up, right? Yeah. This guy escaped. Mm. Is he offering him coffee? Billy J, do you see it well enough? Yes, I do. Okay, so he escaped, okay? He is the ne'er-to-do-well brother who's a cuckoo bird, and they keep him locked up, okay? Until he escapes. Oh, look at that. What an asshole. Oh, yeah? Yeah, he, burned, oh, he, yeah. he lit his back on fire. What kind of weird shit is that? That's what happens when you give out Chipotle gift cards. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Self-implanted. There's always a two-step. 
Uh, I'm going to fuck you up good. I'll light your back on fire. Uh, what kind of weirdos do that? This is his brother, shit. by the way. He's wrestling his brother. That's who got ignited on Talk fire. about sibling rivalry. Yeah. <laughs> Randy Milligan. Milligan? Oh, nice dress. Now, this one. You see her in pink there? Yeah. You're going to love this one. She just is the worst, worst person ever. You're going to hate her. What, so what's up with her? What's going on? So we're at a loony bin and someone is... No, we are at an English countryside and these are aristocrats and their name oh. is the Moonies. Oh, I thought it was like a Civil War reenactment <laughs> in, what is, in, what is clearly, in what is clearly a mid-20th century Tudor revival home in the Pacific Northwest. That oh. is very, very right on the money. I mean, you hit the nail on the head. It's the Pacific Northwest? No, no. I mean, those things exist, what you're talking about. Also, I'm a little this yeah. is an english countryside and they're aristocrats and it was shot in 1968 but they're pretending it's like 18 something now one thing i, I have to give andy milligan respect he, if this is the director who posted this movie on youtube it this is. so this is the best copy he can post <laughs> <laughs> i mean there's like it's vcr tracking issues i don't even know what a vcr is anymore so when Andy Milligan did this film, he was directing four films at one time. Yeah, I, I know. It's nuts. Yeah. So it shows. <laughs> See, <laughs> right. the more you multitask, the worse the quality of your work. Exactly <laughs> right. Although you must hit, like, you know, even a stop clock is right twice a uh, day. You know, one film uh, might be good. Well, these costumes, I cannot tell what century this is supposed to be because that guy back there was wearing at least a 1930s era you know, pair of oh. suspenders, and, and, and now this lady's in some kind of, like, 1870s garb, but I this guy right that's here... that's what they're going for. He might even like be a king. Some kind, of, some kind of a duke. Or now, a, this uh, is Mortimer. He is the father of the family, mm. and he's 180 years old. He doesn't look like a year over 160. Oh, you're just flattering me. No way, Mr. K. I would kiss his ass totally. Now, this guy is one of the only successful people in this movie. He's a very successful TV actor in England, or he uh, was, you know. From the, from the acting, it looks <laughs> like he's a very successful dairy farmer. <laughs> <laughs> Why is that funny? Talk in the mic. Talk in the mic. <coughs> Why was that funny? Because his acting's so bad, I was saying that he's probably a, a dairy farmer. Okay, now he's having an attack, okay? Mm -hmm. He's old. He's old. He's 180, so he's having one of his spells. In the uh, Marine Corps, what we called this was the barracks movie. Uh -huh. And that is because whenever we had to hunker in during a storm, you could always find bad shit like this, which <laughs> is why I've seen Frankenhooker 16 times. We yeah. love Frankenhooker. We've <laughs> actually watched that show. We watched it on uh, here. It's on YouTube as well. When you started talking about not finishing a movie, I thought, oh, if the storm's bad enough, you'll finish anything several times. Bunker movie. I love that. Yeah, this is a classic bunker movie. There's no Barrett. reason. Barracks movie. Barracks movie. Barracks. Barracks. I'm a civilian. I don't know this stuff. These people all got Oscars for these performances, right? Yeah. <laughs> okay. Oscar Ma uh, Meyer sandwiches. This this won no awards, and these actors are really not of note. There's two successful TV actors. Mm. One guy was in <laughs> an, a, a major motion picture. You can see them. They're on the TV in this movie. They just happen to have it oh, on. Oh, A Knight's Tale. Mm. Uh, this other, s this guy, Malcolm, who we saw on the front lawn. Oh, not uh, the one with Heath Ledger in it? <laughs> yes, that one. Oh, 
Oh. Yeah, so one person got <laughs> something. One person went on to do something that an average millennial might be able to remember. Right. Oh, he played the old guy in A Knight's Tale? I remember that guy. There was like a bunch of old guys. And he's probably a, a uh, kid here, right? Yeah. Yes. Oh, well, I don't know about that. That is a good physique. His name is Berwick. He's showing off. I don't know why we're seeing him without a shirt on. He likes That's the thing about this film. It's everything sensational, so you'll keep watching. They burn a guy instead of just pull him back to the house, right? Right, they so you'll watch that. He's naked for some reason. But I'm having a spell, you know. Now, Carl, one of the things I read about this is that it was it's two movies in one. They added footage to existing footage. Oh, is that what you said? Okay, so this film was 70 minutes, and then the guy who produced it was going to release it theatrically, and he's like, nah, nah, you don't. Okay, a film is 90 minutes minimum, <laughs> right? So this guy, director was already home. He lives in Staten Island, you know. He's back, uh, Ant Milligan, and he, um, he just made up a set in his house of a shop. Mm -hmm. So he one time the woman comes in to buy a gun, the other time, the woman comes in to buy rats. <laughs> okay. So we'll get there. Why is there a pigeon in one of them? There's uh, a bird It's pronounced pigeon. Oh, I this see. Is it's a type of mustard. <laughs> it's product placement. I hate pigeons, but I love squab. Is that weird? <laughs> yes. Uh, unless you meant a sailor. Oh, no. No, I mean like a pigeon. Okay, so there is Cuckoo Bird. All right. Now he's contained again. Here is Monica. She is the craziest woman. She, I love her. I, I dig now, her hair. Can you give me headphones? Because I am plugged yeah, in. Yeah, no, you, you're well plugged in. Yeah. Here, let me get you. Thanks. No. Sorry. Well, okay. Oh, keep yeah, I hear you guys. All right. No, this, the audio, I'm going to, I think I had the audio up on here, but it doesn't really matter. Okay. Basically, now we should listen because Monica is going to be a bitch and she's going to get kicked out. Is that woman on the right? Is that Liza Minnelli or is that <laughs> <laughs> Barbara Streisand in a black wig? That is uh, Phoebe, as Betty the character Gable. is. She, her name's Joan Ogden. So we have Monica and Phoebe. Right. Monica's That's right. All right. Worn. She was in this movie and then she was in a movie called Menace in 1970. It's, it's she went away. Now I can hear it way better. Oh, good. Okay, yeah. So the oldest sister is acting like the mom and saying, "Go back to your room." See if it works, Carl. She goes, "What is it ever pleasant?" So you enjoy the dialogue of this movie? Yeah, I like the accents. Uh, <laughs> I think they're very pompous and. It's like watching an episode of RuPaul's Drag Race. It's just a lot of burly women. I was just going to say it's a drag. Being watching. dramatic. Mm. I think the guys no. in the barracks would kill me if I put this movie on. I think the guy who said 70 minutes was too you short was, was a fool. You know, you think Feels longer. you threaten them the first time. It's like, no, nah, man, what the fuck? You want, you know, it, but as time goes on. As time goes on and, and the amount of movies dwindle. <laughs> That's my I, I greatest fear. At one point, a super typhoon came from the Philippines, circled the island three times before it headed off towards uh, mainland. A 
Alicia, and by that time, we had been in the barracks two weeks. We would watch anything you put in front of us because we were just that bored. Wow. Well, you're the the perfect guest for our show. (laughs) (laughs) You suffered. Yeah, you've endured. No, I think I know what time period this uh, film was from, just from that guy's tie. (laughs) (laughs) The 70s? I'm going to say no existing time period. Okay, Pe- people wore their ties short in the late 40s and early 50s. They did. And not, then they really? started getting longer and skinnier toward the 60s. But huh. that hair is so 70s. Oh, I so my god. Those burns. Those burns are insane. Eh? You can't really see where it stops and the hair starts. Now, the one in peach or pink whatever is yeah. uh, is Diana. And she's uh, what the sister who went to medical school. She can help the father get over a family curse, okay? He he looks like James Skiing from Hill Street Blues. But unfortunately for the father, she's brought home this husband, and so he's going to be a real dick about it. I won't see her. I won't. Go ahead, Gilbert. Okay, let's listen to this movie. (laughs) It's very faint, by the way. Like, it's not picking up as as loud as it normally does. Uh I hear it pretty well. Oh, no, you hear it from that computer. I do? Yeah, they're talking to the mic. Testing. I think I'm too loud. No, it's fine. Be loud. It's better to be loud than to be quiet. (laughs) Depends on who you ask. (laughs) I'm over here struggling to be heard, which is very rare for me. (laughs) Your levels are good. How come I hear you great? Okay. I hear Yeah. I'm not hearing myself in you. Uh huh. Well, no, it's okay. I I am watching the meter go up and down, so you're you're in there. Okay. That's me you're playing on. Now, now I'm, completely I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining. But, you know, it is my elevator Tom. floor. What? You, you hear me now? Yeah, how do you hear yourself? I hear myself a lot better. Okay, okay perfect. Great. Now, uh, are these a, a family of werewolves? How do werewolves or rats come in? He just gave it away. He just gave it oh away. Oh, that it. explains the Nailed outfits. It. That explains why they play basketball with their teenage son. They're d- he's a teen wolf. The original Teen Wolf. Now we know. Yeah. So in Holy the cow, that is such 70s makeup. This is 1870s, right? <laughs> no, 1970s. Uh-huh. I shot it. I, I mean, robots that have less that chrome. That is a, a lot of gloss on those eyes. <laughs> That's a lot. It's like chrome gloss. Like a robot's embarrassed looking at that. I bet you we could call this director and inter- interview him. I would love to. Th- so the I reason bet you why he go visit Staten Island, he's old. Well, I'll tell you how I, I heard of uh, this movie is that uh, I read a magazine called uh, Cult Movies. Cult Movies. No, I forgot. That sounds name. like you made that up. And I you don't read. I have it, I have it in my back. Oh but yeah. it'll come I to totally me. believe that that exists. But uh, he uh, the, the back cover has a, a limited uh, hardcover book for sale about An- Andy Milligan. <laughs> and they list all his movies. And I said, what? Someone made a movie called The Rats Are Coming? The, the werewolves, werewolves are here. So how is that scary? Like, if the werewolves are already how here. How is the blob scary? Well, the blob is like, beware the blob. You know, I'm, I'm, you tell me to beware. You've been nailing our movies because we also did that movie. We also did the blob. The, the blob sequel. Son of blob. The oh, one from I the did not 70s. know this existed. You know who directed Son of Blob? He's in the uh, TV show Dallas. It was Larry Hagman. 
<laughs> I Dream a Genie Guy. Yeah, I Dream a Genie Guy. Just to put all this in context, I've heard of all of these shows Great. only through references on other shows. <laughs> well, we're referencing and these and references. And us Perfect. old folks understand each other just fine. Yeah, mm. old folks have like a, a uh, built-in underground network of yes. references that you'll never get because you are watching YouTube and you are watching streaming shows that I cannot catch up with, nor do I care. Right, and in your 50s, you will be sharing that with other people, yeah, and the young like, kids won't get it. You'll be like, hey, kids, don't you get my Dan TDM uh, reference? And they'll be like, no, old man, what's YouTube? I found out the other day my son doesn't get my Friday references because he's never seen them. Mm-hmm. Oh. Like, how did you grow up around me and never see any of the Friday movies? Right, yeah. Come Christmas time, Friday after next. Yeah. yeah. It sounds like you weren't involved uh, enough in your children's cultural upbringing. <laughs> For Friday? This is true, but uh, that's just because my ex-husband was so mean. And he oh, had that you would watch those movies? I, no. I'm with him. <laughs> I don't know. Friday's a great movie. I was at that movie. I could watch he that. was so mad he married my sister, okay? Wow. <laughs> oh. Shut the that's <laughs> not cool. That's We're going to pause this movie right now. That, <laughs> that is some spite right there. That's if I spite. married my sister-in-law, my wife would be like, you, you are dead to me. She'll say, I knew it. I knew it. All this time. <laughs> if the rats are coming. The werewolves are here. Yeah. Sounds like something that a homeless man would yell at me as I'm walking home from an open mic in Portland. <laughs> yeah, right. And he was probably right. Cuckoo so. right. clock. I For truly believe the only difference between um, sounding crazy and being a comedian is the microphone. There's mm. a lot of the things that we say to make the audience laugh are no different than what that crazy homeless man is yelling at you. But audio equipment is expensive, and if you're the crazy homeless man, you're probably going to sell it for food. Or now something. Now this was Or something. Food for the soul. <laughs> <laughs> this was first called the curse of a full moon, and then once again that producer stepped in and said, uh, no, no, we're making a horror film here. Name it something. Wait, what was the original title? Uh the curse of the full moon. That's bad. You know how bad that is? <laughs> that title's so bad that the rats are coming, the werewolves are here is a step up. <laughs> Can we address the elephant in the room? Why am I scared of upcoming rats when there's already werewolves? Uh, I, I, think, here, I right? think the rats are the orcs. Okay. The wolves are the riders of Rohan. Uh-huh. And then the but Andy Milligan is Gandalf in Helm's Deep or something. <laughs> Maybe, yeah. I mean, that's that's a senior position. That's a, a younger crowd reference. No, no, we're aware of those movies. <laughs> <laughs> Only because we're aware of the books. We what, really? Well, because it, it's the first time they. Well, it's not the first time they did a Lord of the Rings movie. They did that cartoon. They did the movie. animation. Yeah. Okay, and so there was a time that. when we were yeah. like preteens, um, that everybody was reading the Lord of the Rings. <coughs> it was like a cool kid thing to do at the time. Oh. And then they had the cartoon come out. Which was terrible. Which was awful. terrible. Awful. Awful. I saw that at the Claremont in their hometown of Montclair, New Jersey. Where there's a whip, there's a way. They, they, but I enjoyed the Dark Crystal. Dark Crystal was great. When they showed the Lord of the uh, Rings cartoon. No, not the Yeah, not the <laughs> Yeah. But they had an intermission for Lord of the Rings. I just wanted to mention. And everyone like went to the lobby for like 15 minutes. And to be honest with you, it was the first time I was with a group of people who were like, what the fuck are we doing here? Like, <laughs> now that we have a moment's breath, why are we here? Like, this is terrible. See, intermission, that's another one, right? Yeah, well, they, oh, no, are, you, are, you, are, you, are you naming movies or, no. or, or just the, the concept of an intermission? In a film. In a film. Oh, yeah. 
you uh, what about an overture? Like Quentin Tarantino for Hateful Eight, the extended version, <coughs> had an overture. And what they normally do in the 60s, they would say overture, or I guess in the 40s. Because when you go to the theater, you want to hear the orchestra first as they warm up. So it, the movie experience is the same. You go in, and you go see a musical, and the orchestra plays the overture while you sit down. But I can't. I have to see 1,800 commercials before I, the movie starts. Otherwise, I leave the theater, you know, unfulfilled. Well, the orchestra of capitalism is what provides us yeah, these films, and so we need to keep those theaters open, keep them polished, grind out, grinding them out, kissing. So this, so they still haven't turned okay, into werewolves, all, right? Yeah. All we are having here is a bunch of talking. It's fine that you're talking over it. Oh, when Monica you. comes up, I'm going to interrupt because okay. she'll be doing some. Shit, she is every scene, so. Yeah, and you were in love with Monica. No, she's awful. <laughs> she's a horrible person. Oh, well, she opposites attract. So okay, let me just explain. Oh, I did explain. Yeah. She's a medical student, and she's, okay, the father expects her to help with his ailment and getting rid of the werewolf curse. She brought home a husband, and he's going to be all pissed. And the husband is not a werewolf. Oh, that's too no, bad. No, as he's going to find out. Were her parents upset that he married or that she married outside the faith? It, yes. Yeah. Because now she will transmit and make another one. Is that? And he's like, "You stupid!" <laughs> I'm not doing that. Do werewolves not want to propagate? Uh, this family want, considers it a curse, and they do not want to propagate. Interesting. So they're not they Catholic. <laughs> correct. <laughs> they are English people, so they must be Protestant. This oh is what yeah. happens In when writers learn, learn <laughs> their I language skills before the internet era. <laughs> yes. This movie, I gotta lower the volume, man. This movie is that torture. an attempt at a comb over? I mean, what the fuck are we looking at? It's, <laughs> a, it's like a friar's tuck, like. Uh, <laughs> well, what we're hearing now is I do not approve of this, and and yeah, she's I can see it talking her him into. There will be no trouble. Honey, I want you to know that I am a werewolf. Well, does dating you make me a werewolf? Only during fellatio. Oh, well. <laughs> Guess I'm a werewolf. I do not approve of this, <laughs> and as you can tell by my jacket, I have excellent judgment. <laughs> this guy hasn't Kind of matches the flowers behind it, doesn't no. Yeah. Okay, so here it just says it in black and white English. This is a house in rural England in the year 1899. Uh, come on, the, the hair and the, the makeup, the 1899. Yeah, with eyeshadow, right? I'm half expecting Batman Glitter eyeshadow, babe. Right. <laughs> uh, oh, no, he's smudging the, the makeup. Okay, they're making up right now, and it's just sort of poetic. Making up or making out, I mean. No, it's I. It was the 70s. Hold you to my breast and. My father never helped me like that, thank God. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> you know what, all we I had a healthy uh, distance in that yeah. relationship. Well, there's a mirror right there. You can see him jerking off. It's gross. <laughs> all I can think of this is that this is part of the original 70 minutes, and then they added filler. Yes. Right. Now, now Carl, from what but I the understand. filler is sensational. Filler oh, is not I'd a waste of our time. Yeah. I, unless you can – right now they are wasting our time. They're totally wasting our time. That's called. So did that makeup artist. This is what happens when you shoot in a union house. They just take so much longer they for take everything. Much longer. Uh, it was they. they well, used no, a he was uh, he was a very 
uh, Ed Wood kind of guy. I don't know who that is. I was born in 1993. Oh, well, that was the In 1993, there was a movie called Ed Wood. Johnny Depp. With Johnny Depp. And it's about a director who was so bad uh, that he made one of the worst movies of all time. Planet Plan 9. He was also – he hmm. liked to wear women's clothing, and a bunch of his friends were just uh, Hollywood out I misfits. I just mean hair. a guy who makes B-level movies. Yes. Like mm. that, you know. Okay. okay. He was in this house in England. He had it there for the summer. It was like a rented thing through the family. He wasn't paying a dime. So he filmed four movies it, it, like that summer. He not e- right So he had good cocaine, and they let him yeah. hang out. I guess so. Yeah, for the whole summer. In 1968. Oh, a time before Nixon. Listen, <laughs> can I make a third movie? What's the uh, first president you remember? Clinton. Clinton. Yes. All right, that not so bad. Yeah. That was while – he became president while I was in – He became president oh. while I was in Diapers. balls. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> you know, like, biologically. Yeah. I she do. was in the Marines. Did you, so they, they, believe in, they believe in the short – were you oh. registered as the, the person that was in Clinton? Really? Well, I you did know, not you can't go. just like leave the state. Well, yes. You know, my DD-214 makes me sound like more of a badass than I am, and it's for some reason it's like made me feel bad. Mm. And I was yeah, never in theater. Yes. Yeah. Well, I mean, you tell people. Yeah. And being a Marine, you get to tell people. Thank you. Because I did get to tell people. I, I do generally tell people. I was rejected so from the United States Naval Academy. How wearing women's underwear? <laughs> I heard boy. them drop. You are just a <laughs> Oh, yeah, by the way, your wife Tracy is also on the phone. <laughs> Good call back, Carl. Well, Jody works for both men and women. Uh-huh. Jody is the name of the man who was on the phone with me. He's not waiting. <laughs> Jody's the man who's going to steal our women? Yeah. Well, while you're away at Vietnam. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. She is going to steal. Yeah. You know, Randy. Need, yeah, and have a need, and you're not there to fulfill them. Jody's I not a bad guy. The worst is that they get jobs in Vietnam. Guys who have to go to work. Old Iron. Rosie the River. Rosie. Jo- Jody's a good guy. He's a patriot. In fact, his girlfriend's husband fights for this country. Uh-huh. Mike, what was the first president you remember? First president I remember, uh, well, I was born in Nixon. No, what? what Nixon, Nixon. No, you don't get to use Carter. I, no, I no, I remember. That's who it was for me, was Carter. Yeah. It was Carter. Well, definitely Carter, but I remember the wa- the Watergate one. I do, too, but we were just so little. Yeah, yeah. I was, I was so small, I don't even, I don't even think I, I was allowed to have I'm 54. What about you? 47. 47. And what about you, Mike? 35. Yeah. 35. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and literally, you are. 51. 26. 26. All right, so you're half our age. Mm-hmm. But that's all right. We, uh, 26, that was a great number. No, you know, the only thing you need to know is that we think we're being ironic. That's a red light. But uh, nowadays, there's no such thing as irony. It's just kind of, it seems a little. There's a disconnect nowadays because we're, we're being ironic. We're like, look at this as a passionate thing. Other people are like, yeah, whatever. It's just a different thing. I'm like, all right. <laughs> These old people, you, right? you can't relate. It's but your even main then. difficult to find stuff that stops. Any gift that lasts longer than three seconds isn't going to get watched by anybody that supports Bernie Sanders. Oh, right. Uh, yeah, uh, you got to uh, pitch uh, a point. Uh, well, I don't give a damn. 
Listen, this is a Warren podcast. By the way, back to the movie. <laughs> okay, all we're getting now is the pressure from the media to make a good movie for all of us. Ha ha. No one can love my writing and talk if I didn't talk about it. Now, do they know which movie they're shooting? Are they, is this like the first movie, Andy? Andy, what movie are we shooting? Doesn't matter. Right. Let's well go. Is that Ladders? Is that is that Patters? Is that Mike? Like, everybody, what the <laughs> fuck is around her neck? It looks, like it looks like she stumbled through one of those plastic chains that demarcate the uh, park stuff in the middle. I think it's this lotion that mm. she it's, it's a hard angle to see with your Are eyes. Are you implying she has a pearl necklace? No, oh. you're implying. Lotion you're implying. I, I actually meant lotion, but yeah, uh, no, now I am. I am implying <laughs> it's a pearl necklace. Pearls were not pearl being jam. imported into England by 1899, oh. so. <laughs> the devil you say. Well, we're talking about pearls. <laughs> Monica, and what Monica's trying to do is get this inside of her room. My husband does that a lot. Like goes in. Well, she's trying to pick a fight. Uh, are we listening? Okay, well we're just listening off your audio, so let's go ahead and play the music. But it's really low. I honestly, Carl, I feel like I'm in the bus. I <laughs> You're on the bus listening to people because you left your headphones at home. Yeah, or no, they're so loud. I, I, have have I have wanted the noise canceling ones, but the regular ones were 50 bucks cheaper. And every time someone's louder than me and I have headphones, I go, Can I raise the volume on this thing? Because it's so annoying. Because people will go, Phone conversation. Okay, I'm sorry to interrupt you, Mike. Oh, but God damn it. <laughs> so it's her job now to go feed that little beast of a brother, okay? And she's a real jerk until it takes its head to the concrete. She goes in there and just starts screwing around, throwing stuff at it. So when did you realize you were in love with Monica? I <laughs> guess on the third, third watch. Okay, so he's a chicken. Yeah, he yeah. Eats some chicken. Does he eat the rabbit, or is he's the rabbit key? like a? Will eat the rabbit. He will break the neck of the chicken and eat. Well, don't ruin chicken. it. No, we're not going to see it. Oh. They talk all the time. Oh. Oh, so we would never know any communication. They will eat. Is that that was what a geek was back now in the Now watch 70s. what she'll do, Mike. Okay. <laughs> he is kind of nuts. Yeah, but he's fucking crazy. He's the 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 circus freak. Okay, so Pe- people's Monica. understandings of mental illness at the time look was very archaic. Her. She still bullies the fuck out of look this kid. Look, look how happy she's getting right now. She's trying to scare him with fire. Oh no! Oh wait, is that fire? Scared it away. Look, the director didn't say, "Okay, do it again." You know what I mean? Yeah, no, one take. Or better yet, well, he has to make a movie someday, Carl. Look how she's smiling at him. Also, what's up with burning your accent? Oh, he's ew! You can smell the taint there, buddy. He's had a really bad day with regards to fire. He was on fire. Now look what Monica does. Yeah, he's. Do I see applause at the bottom of that screen? <laughs> Sometimes it's the uh, the YouTube it's the closed captioning. It said applause. Yeah, no, we were watching it with the closed captioning because the YouTube automatically hears it and goes speech to text. So noise, so the applause went up, so it was completely off kilter. So it probably heard some screaming and thought it was 
as someone with deaf friends like myself. This would actually be hard for those Catholics to hear. Because MD is Is deaf people, yes, they would be confused by this movie, but I don't think they'd be more confused than all of us are. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> okay, good point. By the way, what's up with that middle picture? That's like six feet tall. Oh, just for Mrs. Like Monica. Oh, total Mrs. your, Mrs. your girlfriend Monica. Total need for Monica, Monica, Monica. Only entertaining film. You don't think her brothers oh, were oh, entertaining? Yes, yes, yes. Okay, you should finish this. I'm going to have coffee. Very good coffee. It's like, it's like her husband is like, I'm suspicious. Something's not right around here, Monica. You've got to come clean. It's like, oh, Gerald, you're being... Okay, go ahead. <laughs> no, I want to hear you do it. I think it's more entertaining. Thanks, Dan. Okay. What is the greatest ATM? That looks like Michael Sarah. I didn't know he was in this. <laughs> it's his early days. Besides credits, only this movie. It's the only thing he's done. The Lord Divine. Sometimes you take a risk on a new actor. His name is Saint Anthony. He runs a bike shop in Dorset. <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, right. With his wife, Linda. Right. Who comes from West Dorhamhamshire. <laughs> I don't think that's how it's pronounced. <laughs> it's it's pronounced Worcestershire. Yeah, Worcestershire. <laughs> it's I, I just think they put Hamshire, you know, they stick it all. Yeah. And there's a direction all the time. North Nottingshire Ham. <laughs> Have Hail. you been to Albuquerque? Uh, no. For whites, one for Jews. <laughs> None for Mexicans. They, al they always want to know is that explain what that means. <laughs> <laughs> I never oh. really found out. Oh, I you didn't want to know. Yeah, no. Mm. The whole city was kind of rough. So, I mean, if well, that's the rough Albuquerque was, it was portrayed so peacefully in Breaking Bad. <laughs> that's right. I think I've been to Albuquerque. The young I've people, been to uh, right? <laughs> like you see scenes in These the baby boomers don't understand my hip references. <laughs> We're not old enough. I'm no. not a baby no. boomer. <laughs> I'm Gen X. Anyone old. over the age of 28 is a baby boomer. No, I get that when they're kidding. I think they're okay for me. Anyway. Don't listen. Even though they're wrong, they're right. No, Come I know. On. They're, they're getting – it's called getting your goat. <laughs> it isn't really accurate. My goat's is gossip but every it is, time right? it's called that. You know what I mean? Like if yeah, you ever a made call. a mixtape. It's like when we call people hippies. Oh, remember I was doing no, my Milligan, uh, Gilligan Island yeah. reference? He right. wasn't getting it. Yeah, you didn't get the Milligan. They grew up on that, so it isn't quite as bad that hippie thing. Oh, okay, Monica's – got to watch this. You're, you're talking about they were born during the war. Yeah. yeah Look at how hair. high 
A werewolf finally? I want a werewolf. Do we get a werewolf transition? Oh, kind of like a comic doing a character. Yeah. Oh, it's so much better having you in the studio because I can see your visual growth. <laughs> yeah, the only thing not cool about this is that it's Well, yeah, you didn't get that over the phone. But mm. other than that, yeah, holy patchouli, man. Ah, that's sound advice. Patchouli uh, is always the way to go. Yeah. Right. Did you know if you play this movie in reverse, it's um, the Thriller music video? Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> okay, now Monica Bay, her name's Hope Stanbury. She's a local New York Jew writer known for these kinds of early films. But in 2013, her documentary I Am Divine provided archival footage of the Oh, they kind of now they're focusing on I guess so. Oh, and you mentioned watching this backwards. The title is the Here are the Werewolves. <laughs> Coming are, are the, the rats. Next up. Yeah, next up. <laughs> Here are the werewolves and this fall on ABC the rats are coming. Do they have kimonos in uh, pole era England? They have none in England right now. None of it. He didn't even bother. <laughs> Looks like the clothes that someone picked up off the side of I five between. Uh, Why would a nightgown have a bust? Bye Pam. Bye Pam. Pam Penjanin, ladies and gentlemen. Pam. Pants off to uh, the festival sponsors Oreo, where there's a live show at eight o'clock. I have edibles from there, but no. Yep. Oh, you're you're going oh, to I up there over? I knew I forgot to do something. Are you you performing there too? I am. Feel free to uh, write your set list and show. Yeah, you want to plug something? Oh, I want to plug plenty of stuff. How far can we you gonna let There's me go? There's a cute guy I saw earlier. Uh, I would love to plug him. To plug him. <laughs> you can right, find well me on Instagram at uh, DJ Gillespie. Comedy and uh, I am in Youngstown, Ohio, the 18th of this month through the 21st for the World Series of Comedy Competition at uh -huh. Harney cool. Farms. Gotcha. And I'm at the co on the Comedy Project there in Denver. I don't know what channel that's going to be on. Oh hi, oh. I heard it. My first, my first oh. time <laughs> going to Ohio to perform, so uh -huh. I'm looking forward to it. See yeah. how many uh, of my Ohio friends are going to be there. I had to perform in Ohio once. I was there with my wife. You, you I did it. I, I you went on your I'll go anywhere comedy takes me. It was like 15 minutes at the lodge. <laughs> I'm watching this movie, and there's no one left to help. Oh, yeah. It's going to get better. a lot of morning coffee friends since they started. I'm oh. like, damn. Ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> a rat. She's dropping. Smoking okay, wax now look. Now look. Oh, Here's Monica. I, th I thought it was like a, a mallet and she was going to flatten it out or something. I don't think this is a wolf. I'm serious, guys. I it's a live this rat. Is real. Yep. Or a mouse. Oh, good lord. 
Oh, good lord. He's stabbing the, the live rat. Uh-oh. Oh. I've yeah, seen this film a lot rat. of times. Yeah, this is on and YouTube. right when it stops, when it's oh. over, I think he heard me. Oh, God. I think he heard him right there. There's blood. There's blood. Oh, good lord. Just stab. Now she's got a hammer. Uh, she's gonna hammer and nail a rat. Oh good on. lord! Oh, yeah, that yeah, the the, the the nail. That was a nail. Oh, it's still going. Uh, wow. Why these breaks are so this bad? <laughs> let's let's flag this, Andy. I'm sorry. I love the fact you posted this, but I'm sorry. You can have that on YouTube. It, I think it was just the nail. Well, the blood from the rat is just hitting the live rat. Right, and you saw the reaction, not rat, but mouse. Mouse. Go right. No, but no. I watch it. But I go in the theater. I was the kid that ripped the legs off the grasshopper to try to make it look like it was. Uh huh. You should join the Marine Corps. <laughs> you know what's screwed up about hurting insects? They have such juicy little lives. They uh, they're alive for one spring, right? Right. But it goes back away. Right. Yeah. And pop, but it doesn't even come out of the egg. Like leg gone. <laughs> Poor thing. What ham your back? Yeah, we still have this. All we're hearing now is more conversations about who saw the nail, who saw the nail. There's nobody I can see. Look at those. Now she's going to reveal something. Is Monica in here? She strikes me. And you remember the backstory about the werewolf. No. There's a little werewolf in the barn. Wait a minute. I only know this backstory because you told me. This movie has not come out to say. You haven't been listening to the podcast. They really said we're werewolves? Well, they say, like, we have an affliction, and it's the curse, and it knows us only in the summertime. So uh, they haven't actually said it. They haven't said the it. No, they said it. Okay. In the past. Well, well, no. You're right. They haven't said werewolf. But when it's a full moon, a father would lock them up to date them until the full moon to keep them both young. Who's to date them? Like what? It was the 70s. Dad would beat them up and drug them. They wouldn't go on their own. A friend of mine told me one time that his mother said he was in his 70s. So is that the poor man's version of I might have been in my 70s? Yeah, I guess it is. Well, poor people used to be able to to go to college back when they would give – when it was like eight bucks for a semester. Argued for Bernie. He made a Bernie reference I am. I am. I put a Bernie sticker on my car ten hours before the polls closed yesterday, I so I had ten hours of hope. Is it the Warren yeah. family? Okay. Well, oh, are she we has not Warren? As, as of this time, she has not gone to college. It's going to be somebody interesting. Right. Hope it's Bernie's. Or Biden's. It would be very political if Biden was her. Who's this, who's this creature on the screen? Okay. We are now in Staten Island, New York, and this is some of the footage that is being taken. This is Monica going to a disgusting person who wants to buy some cat. Why don't we listen? 
Is it because he uh, stabbed the other one? Is oh, it supposed on, to be a video game? Depends your point of identity. He's going into a cheap. store really and selling cool. all sorts Benzo, of creepy really stuff. Like but in my eyes, Please, the thing is, Bill doesn't go about without asking how now, his this sister is pretty sweet. You might enjoy the look. It took four years to make this what serious to see medium, but you can tell the passion is there. I did, but after we He literally knows I got for you. Oh yes, please do think how he is being Vietnam War really oh, picked up me, he had to be You don't even remember. Oh well when one brings as many little creatures of the night into the world as this I guy one sucks, forgets girl. a little sex Mr. Macabre, Macabre. Yeah. Oh wow, what a coincidence! Hit the, the nail over the head, why don't you, director? My name is Dan Evil. No, too much. Hi, I'm Jimmy Gleason. No, not too much. Too on your nose. I'm Leroy Jackson. I keep getting emails from Archie. I keep getting emails from Rand Paul. Oh yeah, he's selling them real things. Don't know how Hard rich Paul would be if you agree. Come no, to I I'm white. Man. That was the evil. Pure white man. Rand Paul here. Be afraid. If you've been watching this film four times like me, yes. and you're watching all that boring dialogue, when it gets to this part, you'll be entertained. Now, I have to agree with you. These, not only are they loud, and I can hear them while they used to, but they're actually kind of animated. Store does he have? Like the guitar you know hanging like from the ceiling you know, store? Like you go to a magic shop and they're all magic shops, right? Right. And you go to a shop that's just like a church. You go to his store and he's got all this screwed up stuff, like Addo 9 today and yeah, I, I'm rats. Guess, I'm guessing that this is interpretation of, of the depressions from somebody who can't see. Well, look at his face with all this stuff and he's yeah. ugly. Right. And he's talking about how much he's that mouth I see? How was that itching powder? So it's like, how was the the hate potion thing? He's just trying to fill twenty minutes. <laughs> he, he has no life outside of. <laughs> he has no life outside the store. We're so in his house. She's, a, she's his night. only customer. Yeah, he's, uh, she's been financially supporting this guy for well, twelve years. No, the Moonies. The Moonies are his other. The Moonies. Was that intentional? Oh well, because it's full moon. Last sun yesterday. Couldn't grow facial hair for his face, so oh I, right. I have trouble convincing him to grow. <laughs> <laughs> and I know you were talking about Sun Moon. Yeah, do you remember Reverend Sun Moon Moon? He had a cult. People would derive from this called. Oh, Moonies. I was very small. He I was, was in the New Yorker thing where it's like I was very small. He has a uh, one of the newspapers in Washington is run by the Moonies, the Washington Moonies. This is our rat. seem to like her when she's not around. Oh, they're related. Okay. 
Those were those were structural. It's a different. Are rats. I actually think the earlier one might have also been a rat. That was a pretty short row. It was it was small. Was I think it was either a large rat. mouse or a small rat. Well, that When he got to heaven, what do you think he wanted God to say to him in the first place? <laughs> <laughs> oh, was is that one of his que- like standard questions? Yeah, one of those long favorite ones. curse word. Favorite right. curse right. word. <laughs> they beep it out anyway. They're like, did uh, uh, Kevin? Did uh, Robin Williams just say cum? Yeah, right. Oh, oh, I love when Robin Williams says cum. I laughed my way through it and learned a lot of Admire Robin Williams talking about when he came to Christ. No, when, no, when he, he came inside the actual Oh, yeah. Cooper is in is he a really? bunch of them, yeah. How funny is that? Okay, now Monica. See, I, st- I, I still want to talk about Monica. I gotta tell you, this is All the right. only good thing in this movie. Monica, for no reason, decides on Roger to try to stab uh, the husband. And it's like, what is this? Well, the smoke? Right, right. Her back. Oh, well, she's a vampire. Yeah. No way, there's silver bullets in this yeah, movie? Don't you know God is going to save you from everything? <laughs> the crucifix that they that she got burnt with melts it down. Oh, because it's silver. You know, that is such a one percenter solution to their rules. Like, what about us common men who can't afford silver bullets? Hire a union werewolf hunter. Yeah, okay. <laughs> they get benefits and they're taken care of. There's okay, werewolves. What can I do? They'll be mad that they can no longer take that off their taxes. That's now true. Mike, when this woman, okay. Gerald, yes, right. The husband, they Somebody don't say, okay, stop everything, call the, call the police, get the family, you know what I mean? Right. Cut. No, no, no. Just another thing that, like, get out of here, Monica, and don't try to kill us ever again. No, they sent a, t- um, a letter to the. Oh, yeah, by, 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 by
Yeah, right. Pinkerton's going to show up and take yeah. over the money. Right now, A weird conversation. Hey, I put a crucifix on your back. Hey, and everybody it hides who they are in this this pandemic. Yeah, right. That's the ringtone. You know, that first couple of years, you still don't know who you are. Yeah, that's right. Even though you've been fighting for your whole life. <laughs> right. That first three years were. Uh, but at the same time, you're like so young, and you two are like, I don't know where you're going. So it's kind of okay that. That both you're both finding yourselves. You had to be there. Maybe it would be awkward. Well, you're not long time married. You're ten years or something like uh, that. It'll be fifteen. Oh, that's yeah. Not, that's how long? That's you, how, long. how long have you been married, Colin? We got married in November. Oh, hey, congratulations! Hey, congratulations. This is the solid days we're talking fresh. about. Yeah. Newlywed. Yeah, you guys don't know each other. That was a great time. I'm married to comedy. Yes. And how long have you been married? <laughs> no, but you were. How long were you married? Oh, um, yeah. I was married for three years. Three years. Okay. So. And about And you were four young? Yeah. He was my beard. Uh-huh. Gotcha. And did you uh, know that he was your beard? Was it conscious? He even knew, but I guess he held out hope. But after he married my sister, he said that he didn't know. Yeah, tried to make it sound like he was the victim. No, he was just mad that he never got to see you. Uh-huh. You know? Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah oh. pretty much that was <laughs> I'm sorry to interrupt. It's just okay. that Monica is going to play. Okay, now, why rats? Okay, it was just a movie about werewolves. Okay, right. so our friend, the director, who is so exploitive. Come on, you're kids, baby. You're exploitive. You're exploitative. The, the rats with Willard came out. Right. Willard and the rats Willard. came out. Right. Wilder and the Rats. That, that was a Saturday morning cartoon you know, show. Didn't they back up um, – what was the duck's name? Howard. Ben. Howard <laughs> the Duck, yeah. He was friends with Willard. Rick Dees. <laughs> now, Mike – Gotta love Rick Dees. <laughs> Mike, he – that was a – oh, yeah. <laughs> 76, something like that. He – right now, she's naming one of them Willard and uh. one of them Ben. I mean, it's – the director's so lazy. So hang on a sec. So Willard was the first Killer Rap movie, and that came out in 71, and then the sequel got rushed, and that was Ben, and that was the Michael Jackson theme song. I guess you're right. I kind of so don't know. I did see them. Yeah, you did? I've it's seen them, back too. Back in the day. I have seen them, too. They show them on TCM. I mean, there's this guy who gets mad at Ben. You know, he becomes a famous actor. That was just Ron. Oh, oh, oh yeah. Ronald Reagan, I think it was. Right, Ronald yeah. Reagan. But <laughs> All right, so so there was. If we told that to our friend, uh, he would believe. Ronald it. Reagan, the actor. <laughs> yeah, the actor. <laughs> mm. Oh, you are you probably saying that as uh, Doctor uh, as from Back to the Future? Yes, references are always better when you explain them to the person who made them. Ronald Reagan, the actor, <laughs> who's Secretary of State? What did he say? Oh, this is like forty years ago that movie came out. Eighty-five. Uh, eighty. Yeah. Yeah. You were minus. No, no, I eight. I, uh, minus eight. You're obviously the I love because <laughs> my math skills, of course, this big, which I've run out of my math. Oh, yeah, I'll, I'll get it over to you. The calculator? No, uh, yeah, some more water, please. Oh, sure. Thank you. Here's the hand sanitizer. May I have the Purell? Okay, so now she wants to return the rat because the bleeding thing bit her. And 
he's like, I'm drunk. Go away. All sales are final. Let's give it a listen for one minute. Brad's okay. bite, you do that. Yeah. And I suppose they would be very hungry by now. They eat almost everything. Oh, she's Are you going to go and you want me to call the police? Not until I get my mom. I want there my rest. Now. What happened? This is the pipe. So I just want to talk about that. Isn't that a little weird? Like nothing really happened there. It says, I want my money back. He consents finally. He goes off and does some sort of violent motion that involves the flames. And then we cut away. Huh. But then we cut back to footage that was shot four years ago. So I'm saying. Yeah. Radio. I'm your host, DJ Queen Unique. 